back to our final edition of One Last Thing. I am your host, Anthony Freddy, and this is the podcast where we bring on seniors each week and talk about our senior memories as we prepare for graduation. And this one is kind of an ironic one because it's one last thing, one last time. And thought in honor of that, we should finish right where it started, and that is with bringing on the editor-in-chief, Lizzie Siles. Uh, hello, and this is where I bring in the twist, Anthony. Um, you've been interviewing other seniors about their last experiences, but what about you? You know, that's what I'm here to do, Ooh, turn okay. the tables. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, nobody, okay. well, what did I talk about last time I was on here? A rock museum and dorm bathrooms. No one wants to hear any more about that. <laughs> so it's time to talk about you, Anthony. Okay. Um, so to start, I'm going to share, I think, before we ever like met each other, I feel like somehow we were in each other's periphery for a bit. And I think I remember you being a part of the university program board yes. for a bit. Yeah. So tell me about that. Tell me about your involvement at ISU. Yeah. So that was one of the things I was involved in, um, was still involved in um, to this day. And I needed a way to kind of get involved here at ISU. And like I had started at ZND and like I wanted to try and find other ways. And my roommate, my freshman year, I got really lucky with because it was like a random one. And um, both he and his girlfriend at the time um, were both part of UPB. And so I decided to join them. Um, I and I was part of the center stage committee, which helps put on um, live upstage high entertainment for people. So it was really cool getting to like help plan the concerts and stuff. So like, especially um, with this past year, like bringing in Jason Derulo um, and then yeah. my junior year, that was probably one of my favorite concerts. We had um, Fletcher, 303, and AJR. So that right. was really memorable. Um, I think I remember my very first year they had, um, oh my goodness, what's his name? Jesse you, McCartney and T-Pain. Yes, yep. yes, yes. Did you get to meet them? Or I was not part of them. Not okay. part of the um, organization. Yeah, my first one was when Max came for Springfest. Okay. Um, who was your favorite that you brought on? Oh, man. Um, AJR was really cool. Yeah? Did you get um, to talk to him or anything? That meet and greet was, like, really brief with them because I think mm. they were on tour. So they, I mean, it went, like, really quick. It was like, picture, picture, picture. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh, no, AJR. I hope that's yeah. not, like, maybe they were having a, a long day. Who knows? Yeah, it was we'll kind of nostalgic of um, bringing Allie and AJ on. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Um, That was really cool. I remember I was, my friends and I, because it was the one that was supposed to be on the quad. We were totally planning to go. We were ready to like sit out on the quad all day (laughs) and like save a spot. And then I think the day of, um, it was raining, I think. And they were like, oh, we're going to do it in the bone instead. I don't know why, but all my friends looked at each other and were like, I don't want to be stuffed inside the brown ballroom with a thousand other students. But I remember seeing pictures from the vedette and it was so pretty and nice looking of a concert. Like, yeah, that one, that one, uh, unleashed some memories, you know? Yeah. That was like kind of nostalgic, like growing up, seeing them, like in Cowbells. Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know anyone yeah. else remembered that movie. Yeah, the Cowbells movie. Yeah, I think that was, like, the main one I remember him from. Yeah. And then the Potential Breakup yeah. song. Yep. They were just some Disney Channel darlings. Yeah. And then for them to come back, I thought was, Yeah, Disney know. was so iconic. And then this past Monday, um, it was our final event. Um, 
we hosted um, Corbin Blue for a Disney Trivia Night. I saw the posters for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I got the chance to moderate it. So it was really cool. I got to like talk to him a little bit like before and after. I'm like, this is kind of cool. Like I grew up watching High School Musical and jump in. Um, right. Being able to just like talk with him. And he was like so chill. Yeah. Um, about it. And it was just like a blast being able to speak with him. And he was talking to us from Hawaii, which I was jealous about. That is so cool. I'm so glad yeah. Corbin Blue's out there living an amazing life yeah. in Hawaii. Yeah. I think he said he's like filming something there. Ooh. Because okay. he said like there was a set schedule. Um, he likes, he did say that like to some of the people that were in the trivia thing that wasn't like behind closed doors. But he didn't say like what he's filming, obviously, because it's like a oh, secret yeah. project. But that's why he was there. But like it was. When the event ended, it was like 8 o'clock here, and it was like 3 p.m. there. So we had his like whole day ahead of him. Oh, my gosh. That's so strange. Yeah, that's like your big evening event, and that was just his afternoon. You know, like yep. he's still got more to do today. That's crazy. So you've also done UPB, and you were a part of WZND, and you're wearing a TV10 T-shirt. Yes. So tell me about your School of Calm involvement. Yeah, I've been very involved uh, <laughs> in the School of Calm. Um, started at WZND. Uh, was there for seven semesters. I was a news and sports reporter. That's how I started out. Um, actually didn't get hired initially. Mm -hmm. um, I first off didn't get it. And then I went and talked to the end side of the time, Ashley Antonini. Um, and she's like, you know, we think, you know, you have a good voice and good material, but, you know, maybe just one more year of experience. Mm -hmm. Um and then I get an email like five days later from her saying that there's been an opening oh. um, in the position. <laughs> um, there was an opening on their team and they wanted to offer it to me. Nice. Um, so I ended up taking it. Then was there, grew my way into the bird's eye view producer and then eventually the sports director. Um, and I had a great time there. Um and then with TV10, uh, we started like at the same time. We did. I think we were in the reporting class together. Yeah, 167. Yeah. Well, that and then the 267, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, that two ones are level class. That was brutal. Brutal. I look back on it fondly, but I also remember like coming into the vedette on Mondays and then having to go to TV10 right after and like never getting home till like 11 o'clock and, you know, being exhausted. But... I do remember it fondly. It was a fun time. It was a weird time, but a fun time. Yeah, I would be, like, covering sports. Yeah. On, like, Friday nights. So the game would be at 7, and especially when I, like, first started, I wouldn't get done till like, you know, 1 or 2 a.m. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, let me tell you, council meetings, like, I don't know, basketball oh game, yeah. you're like, this will end in a couple yeah. hours. C council meetings, you have no clue, and mm -hmm. you're just sitting there, like... You know, feeling like you're not even like melting. I don't know. It's just like, can't do anything but wait. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, fond times. I don't mean to be like, oh, I hated it. I actually really enjoyed it. But it's, it really gives you a taste of television reporting. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely does. Yeah. Because this is my fifth semester in TV 10, my third one in the 300 level being an anchor. So like I started anchoring right when the pandemic happened. So I yes. got like a couple months of being a normal like anchor on sports zone. And then after that, yeah. everything else has been like modified. Yeah, absolutely. I remember having a couple months of like newscasts and then it all 
you know, I mean, COVID, it ruined everything. Yeah. Um, but what I do remember from when you were a reporter, you would always have fun, creative stand-ups. <laughs> I always remember the one where, like, I, I might be imagining this, but I think I saw it, it like, started on your face and then it zoomed out and you were like climbing a rock wall or something yes yes yeah um, i thought i remember that one yeah it was um there was some event happening i think it was at the marriott um hosted by iron coyote and i started with that and they were having like rock climbing so like um the videographer that i went with damon um we went to um the mountain climbing place i forget what it's called or the rock climbing place, I should say. Um, and I, like, went up there, and I'm like, it'd be cool to do a stand-up like that. So it was first going to be like that. Um, and then I'm like, oh, maybe I'll shoot something in front of the hotel and then, like, mm, zoom mm-hmm. out to where I'm on the wall. Yeah, like, do it creatively. Yeah. Brilliant. We love to see it. That was always the most fun part of it, was figuring yeah. out, like, a... Not a goofy, because some stories you shouldn't be goofy about, mm-hmm. but, like, a unique way to, like, yeah. put yourself in there. That was always the most fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Or, yeah, because, like you said, like, with some of them, <coughs> you can't really, like, if it's a town council meeting or let's say there was, like, an accident or something that right. happened, like, you don't want to be Those are that. not fun. Do not yeah. treat them But if it's fun. a story, like, about homecoming or, like, a business right. opening or maybe, like, the circus coming to town... Um, like with Gamify Circus performing, like doing something fun like that. Right. You can definitely have more fun with those. No, exactly. I did try to make my council ones creative. I think I'm, I'm infamous for M&Ms to compare <laughs> tax levies. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, goodness. There was something I was going to ask you about. Oh, oh. So this is like the last week. Yeah. Before finals. So we're really at the end of it. So I want to know, Anthony, what are you going to miss about ISU? Man, I'm going to miss so much. (laughs) I mean, there's like so many memories I've had here. And like, it's truly been like the best four years of my life. Yeah. Like, and I can remember like just coming in here my freshman year into Watterson and I just was like bawling out. And like, my mom can attest to this, like, Cause I didn't really have anything set up. Like I had a couple um, people from my school that were going mm-hmm. here, but they weren't in my major. And I didn't know like where else I was going to be involved in. Like I wanted mm-hmm. to try and be involved with radio, but like I didn't know anyone there, didn't know anything about it. Um, but then as I started like getting accustomed to things and getting involved, um, you know, really found my niche here. And I think what I'm going to miss most is just like the friend groups that I've made in the school to come, like, especially getting into your major courses as being able to go into Fell Hall or here with the Vedette this past semester, just um, being able to like hang out with everyone and just like make me feel like I'm family. Yeah. No, that's what's always been so nice is like in your, in, it's a big school, but like in your majors, you get to really know some people. So what's next for you? Yeah, for me, um, it took a while, but I finally got a job offer. Oh, congratulations. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, it's weird. I haven't signed the contract yet. Okay. Um, but it's been a few weeks and I'm like, okay, it's probably time to tell people. Um, I'm going to be a multimedia journalist 
at WIFR, which is the CBS affiliate TV station um, in Rockford, Illinois. Right, yeah, with uh, Maggie Radicky. Yep, she's the yeah. news director. Um, Zoe Chapala has been there, so yes. I've been working with her. Um, Anna Marie Shutt also got a job there, so. See, okay, that's good. You're not going, yep. like, to Montana by yourself, yes. you know. You're going to be, that's so exciting. Yeah. That's amazing. Do you know, are you just general reporting? Yeah, I'll be an MMJ, so I'll start mainly on news. Um, when Maggie like first came in to talk to me about it, um, it was going to be news and sports, but I'll start with news, and then the more accustomed I get to it, then I'm going to do sports. Yeah. And it's because of her coming here that I was able to get that job. No, that's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you know morning, afternoon, night? I don't know any of my shifts yet. Okay. Um. But I'll be starting, like, less than a week after graduation. Wow, so you're um, going. Yeah, because they're really short on staff. Um, I was initially going to start on the 17th. That's what I was shooting for in them, too. Um, but then she texted me and was like, um, we're a bit short on staff. You know, are, are you able to start earlier? Um, and I gave her um, the date, I think, of, like, the 12th or the 13th. Um, and she's like, yeah, that works. Yeah, um, that's, like... Yeah. Not that far away. That's like a week and a half away or a couple weeks, I guess. Yeah. And like once I like got the offer, like I was trying to like search for apartments and I've like been so busy down here and like my mom and dad are rock stars. Like they went to Rockford and like looked at the apartment. Oh, that's so um, nice. Yeah. That I'm getting. They already like signed it. Um, it's about like 10 I think it's like a 12, 13 minute drive to the station. So not it's really bad. not bad. Yeah. But yeah, the only thing with me working earlier is that the furniture and stuff I'm going to get isn't going to be in in time. Like, I don't think, like, the sofa I'm getting is going to be here. Um, I think the my bed I'm going to get, like, the day I move in. Oh, yeah, good. Some stuff yeah. isn't coming until, like, I think July. Yeah, that's so. the struggle, isn't it? That's been my uh, biggest stressor with, like, finding an apartment can do. Yeah. But then putting things in that apartment is mm -hmm. stressful. Like, I have to buy a mattress, you know? Yeah. What am I going to buy that? But mm -hmm. I that's... It, it's scary but exciting at the yeah. same time because now you get to, like, really make this place yours. Yeah. You know? So that's cool. Yeah. What are your plans uh, So I am going back home for the summer and then in the fall, I think it's actually late August, I will be starting at the Public Affairs Reporting Program in Springfield, which hey, is really congrats. exciting. Yeah. yeah. Grace Kinnicutt, the news yep. editor, is actually going to be going with me, so that's Woo. exciting. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And then that's only a year, so check back with me next May yep. <laughs> and see what happens after that because I don't I don't really have a plan after that. I'm ho like I'm hoping to be in Peoria just because mm -hmm. that's where my boyfriend is. But who gotcha. knows? Who knows? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like wherever the wind takes you. Exactly, and you can't in this industry. You can't like really plan or guarantee anything. Yeah. You know. So, but fingers crossed. Yeah. I got a good feeling. I got into grad school. That's a great. Yeah, first that's step. a big deal. Yeah. In like Ellie Rasper and Grace Barbic, they were two vedettes as yeah. well that are both in that program. Yes. So. Yeah. It's like there's. I swear, like, every year there's a vedetter in that class. Because the year before, it was Mike. And then, like, the year before, it was somebody else, Mary Cullen, who um, used to do NPR here. And she was a vedetter. She went to the PAR program. Like, so many vedette people go to Springfield, you know? So yeah. I'm happy to join them. Yeah. Do you know um, what you want to do, I guess, after you're done with the grad program? Like, do you want to stay 
in journalism and reporting in some way, or do you want to like take a different route? Um, probably stay reporting uh, at least for a little bit. You know, I mean, I'd feel <laughs> I'd feel a little silly spending five years getting yeah. a degree in that and then changing my mind. But you know, I, I I'm such a planner. That I think I just need to let go and go with the flow a little bit on this one. Like you said, see where the wind takes me. Mm-hmm. So I got at least, like I said, the next year of my life figured out. And that that feels good enough for yeah. now, you know? So Yeah, because with the job I got, I was like applying to a bunch of different places. And then a couple news directors were talking to me. Um, but like I didn't have any offers. Right. Um, and this happened, I think like two or three weeks ago from Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and then she like offered me it. Um, and then is like, just let me know by Wednesday at noon. So it was a short turnaround. Yeah. Um, that's what I mean. It's like, it happens at the speed of light. Yeah. You and know? I'm just like, yeah, I've got to take it. Cause no one else has given me a job. And I don't know if anyone or if any other job offers are going to open up. Well, and it's nice. Cause you know, Maggie, yep. you know, other people going there. Like it's not, and it's in, it's, it's in Rockford, yeah. you know, it's, which isn't, such a crazy weird new yeah. place you know what i mean like it's mm-hmm. it's a good option you know so that's good like I said, it's better than like your only job offer being from like i said montana and it's yeah. like oh i guess i gotta go there you know so yeah it's nice it feels good like things are falling into place you know i know yeah because like after like my parents were like you gotta get your stuff together like start applying i'm like well it's journalism like not a ton of stuff is opening up no like things open like i know a lot of people in different majors, it's like, oh, you start applying in April. And it's like, if you apply in April, you will have a job in May while you're still in school. You know what I mean? Like, you have to time it just right because yeah. things open up and then you're hired and then you start, like, three weeks after the job yeah. opened up. So, yeah. Yeah, and in this business, too, it's all about, like, who you know. Because let's say you have, like, an internship at a TV station and you do a really good job there. Then they might say, oh, you're graduating now. We want to hire you on for right. a full time position. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it really is all about who you know. Absolutely. I mean, just between talking about us, you know, I'm talking about PAR and all the people I know have done TAR, and you're talking about all the people you know at WFIR. Mm-hmm. It's totally about connections, yeah. you know? So. Yeah, because like we've been told this field, like everyone knows everybody. Yeah. Kind of thing. And like if you say something, like it's going to follow you. Yeah, well, and. Yeah, and word travels, I mean, farther than you ever think oh, it yeah. does, totally, yeah, so. Yeah, especially with it, but um, I'm excited to get started. Yeah, um, I'm so excited yeah. for you, that's yeah. amazing. I was, like, so relieved, and my mom, she was, like, in tears, and, like, when I called her, she was, like, um, in school, because she's, like, a teacher's aide, and she's, like, I couldn't focus the rest of the day. Oh, that's so sweet. And I called, like, the rest of my family, they were all excited, and it was like a sigh of relief that like I was able to get something set up so like after graduation I can work. Yeah, and it's an accomplishment because not only did you get a job right after mm-hmm. graduation, you got a job after graduation in a pandemic. Yeah. Like that's that's the big thing. Yeah, like that's more of an accomplishment than I think you might ever get credit for. Yeah. So be proud of yourself, Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just. It's amazing that it's coming to an end. I'm graduating a week from Friday. After that, I'm going to be an alum. Yeah, I know. It's slowly, slowly, slowly sinking in. I had to start gathering things on my desk so I could mm-hmm. take them away, and it made me really sad. So I decided, yeah. you know, we're not going to take it yet. Yeah. We're just going to leave it there 
and we'll pick it up later. Because I, I look at that like pile of little yeah. tchotchkes from my desk, yep. and I'm like, oh, it's not going to yeah. be my desk anymore. It's going to be Kelly's. Yeah. It's soon. like the last time sitting at your desk, the last time walking on the quad yeah. as an undergrad. I can't think about it. I'm going to get sad. Oh. Yeah. Do we want to leave it on this depressing, somber so. note? It's appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that was basically our last thing. <laughs> yeah, that was our, our last thing was that we're a little yeah. sad. I will say, okay, my, my last, last thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking about this with the Tea Time uh, ladies on our podcast, and it's like, yes, it's sad, but it's it's time. Yeah. You know, like if we were to find a way to stay another year, we wouldn't be happy. So it's a weird sadness yeah. where you don't want to go, but you can't stay yeah. either. You just know inside your heart that it's mm-hmm. time to go, which might make it sadder. Oh, no. Okay. you got to yeah. stop it before I keep yeah. making things Yeah, depressing. One thing I won't miss, though, homework. It's like, oh, I've got to go to class. No, don't have to do that. <laughs> I'm a year behind yeah. you, Anthony, but in a year I will miss homework, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Or I won't miss homework. But, yeah, that'll just about do it. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening um, to one last thing this entire semester. Thanks so much to everyone at the Vedette, at TV10, um, at WZND, UPB, just anywhere that's really made me um, feel like family. I'm really going to miss everyone here. I've enjoyed everything. Um, So stay safe and go you Redbirds.